Kathy T. Yes. Have you heard? <gasps> Is there a rumor? In St. Petersburg? Have you heard? There's a rumor in St. Petersburg. Have you heard what they're saying on the streets? Hey! Hey, have you heard? There's a rumor in St. Petersburg. Have you heard? Although Desar did not survive, one daughter may be still alive. Princess Anastasia. But please do not repeat. It's a rumor. We know 60% of the words. Yep. Solid D plus for us on that. Yeah. Solid D plus. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Hi. Dare Me Love Me podcast. I'm Brooke Uppelzer. I'm T. Boyage. And this is a podcast where we usually write letters to our past selves about things we wish we knew. But you know what? It's, you know what? We're, and we're so sorry that it's so sporadic, but we're, <laughs> we're trying to figure out a new schedule for both of us. I it's, moved. It's <laughs> You know how hard it is to decorate an apartment during a pandemic? It's hard. I bet. It's really hard. Yeah. So you don't know online shopping is great until it's not. Be, well, also, it's online returning. And, oh. and T's also on the fifth floor. Fifth and it's fucking floor because I don't like people walking above it's me. It's a fifth floor walk up, not just like fifth floor. We're no, talking no. about fifth floor. Five flights up. upstairs. And um, so y- you have to. My so ass looks great. <laughs> when something is asking. delivered here, do you walk it upstairs or do they bring it? Or does it It's depend? been like 50 50. Okay. The couch, obviously, I threw money at that problem. Okay. <laughs> it's just like, no. Threw money at that. For the most part, they bring it up to like... Okay. Yeah, it hasn't been too bad. It's bringing shit down. Like our old yes. couch we had to right, bring exactly. down. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like when you have to... Like when you order something online, um, you bring it up, it doesn't fit, and then you have to bring it back down. Yesterday I went... I had a car and I went to like New Jersey to return some stuff at Target. I went to Home Goods and whatever. And I had to do six flights of stairs to get... Six different trips to get all the shit up. Oh I did God. five flights of stairs six times. Oh my God. And I texted Dave. I'm like... Fucking hate this apartment, but also I love it because it's so cute. But also I hate it. It's really nice. I yes. like it. Thanks, friend. You're welcome. So uh, we normally, usually, yes, sorry. Yeah, usually we write letters to our past selves. However, we like just right now we. But what are we going to tell you all? What What's anyone doing? What's What are we doing? We're not really experiencing anything right now, and neither I should you be. And I don't want to talk about past experiences because yeah. it it makes me kind of sad, and I'm sure it makes makes me sad. sad. Yeah, they're too. like, oh well, I wish I could fucking be in a sorority. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I get that. No, I get, no, I get it. Like, so, tell me about online recruitment. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, we have no idea what's None. going on in the world. So we're still doing our little back to school, uh, special. I have to say I'm digging. I do like it. It's a I lot like of fun. It. It makes me so, learn things. It makes me learn things too. I'm really excited. And so it's, it's very eloquent of me. It, it makes me learn things. It makes like my brain president. bigger. <laughs> oh God. Whoops. Make brain big, huge. Make me so smart. Lots of school. America. Fake America. news. Fake news, media, media, China, huge, huge, it's huge, it's huge. My so brain is huge. T and I today decided yes. that we were going to do. We decided this yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> because uh, you texted me. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, you, you texted me record. Like, you ready to record?" And I go, I "Yeah, but I haven't done shit." And I said, "That's great because <laughs> I'm going to choose it for us." And I said, "How about we do half and half?" It was beautiful because I already had a, a theme in mind. And if you didn't uh, already realize what our theme was from our our nice singing from the beginning, how could you not? Uh, it was we pitch perfect. Are doing the lives, the deaths, and the conspiracies of the Romanovs, the Romanov family. Yeah. Which I'm really excited. And um, our buddy, Megan Eichen, who went to Kent with us. uh, She's so freaking sweet. I finally read my letter. It's so... I have saved that letter. Me too. I did. It's on my... It survived the move. Yeah. 
uh she is also a huge romanoff <gasps> fan and so partially i wanted to do this for her she i'm gonna get a corrections me. corner from her it's I fine know it. it's totally fine she can correct <laughs> us and whatever she wants to do yes she actually like went to russia to oh, like visit fuck. these places that oh, we're probably going to fuck. talk about and is a much bigger fan than than either of us <laughs> she's like how i am with king henry the eighth Yes. You know how you yeah. have a weird obsession as a weird kid? Obsession. That and, and World War II were my obsessions. And My parents were very worried. Romanoffs were mine, but she <sighs> has, it has carried with her through adulthood to actually go out. It. And because she worked on cruise lines, it was easy for her to travel and oh. to, you know, uh, do, do all the things. Do all the things. So she visited a lot of these places and is still very interested. So Megan, I should, this one's for you. Megan, we love you. I have to say, before we start, uh-huh. obviously I've seen Anastasia because yeah. I had no friends growing up. And all I did was watch Disney movies or Disney adjacent movies yeah. like Swan Princess, Anastasia, etc. Thumbelina. Yeah. My favorite. Um, okay. I learned a lot and I only learned half. So we each did half. I yeah. really only learned up until death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot that it's, they don't cover in the movie. No. They <laughs> just kind of like, and they're dead. Moving on. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a version of the family. But yeah. so. I would, actually, I would actually really like a like a, a really well done i don't know is there like a really well done um series on the romanoffs where the, it's Ooh, actually like a, what like happened a, like the tutors or yeah. um or like the crown the, like the crown yes make it the romanoffs please netflix because there's a there's a lot here oh there's a lot like mine is long yeah yeah and mine is skimmed yeah <laughs> i i did a lot of copy and pasting oh, so, I, so I, so I was watching documentaries because that's where I'm at in my life to do my research. And uh, it reached a point where I was just typing, watching and drinking a beer. And, and uh, at one point I thought to myself, every teacher would yell at me because word for word, I was like, and the atmosphere of Russia. And then I'm like, I have to at least change one or two words. Oh, I just copied and pasted. So my teachers Fantastic. are going to be really upset with me. But I, I was like, you know oh, wow. And you know what? History.com said it really well. Why would I yes. change that? <laughs> You're like they said it best. They said it best. I, you know, I'm just here to regurgitate. Procouples.com is not gonna, gonna gonna be able to put it in a better uh, sentence structure than History.com does. So no. why would I try? Do you want me to say the word like 500 times in an article? No. Then let History.com do it. Let, let them do Fuck. it. I read the article, so you don't have to. Stop yelling at us. All right, are you ready for yes. your? Yes. Okay. So my sources are two YouTube videos and Wikipedia because why not? Yep. Great. My first YouTube video was like the truth of the Romanovs. And the other one was like Buzzfeed's unsolved mysteries. Cool. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Buzzfeed for your Romanov and baking needs. Hey. (laughs) And also all those shopping for shit you don't need at like 2 a.m. where you can't sleep and you're on Buzzfeed looking at like 18 tabs. Amazon finds you didn't know you needed things that'll make your life easier. I bought a pair of fluffy slippers from Amazon. And let me tell you, I'll show you them later. They are dumb as shit, but I love them. Great. Are they really comfy? Yeah, but they look so stupid. (laughs) They look like something Kim Kardashian would wear and that doesn't suit my vibe. But let me tell you, motherfuckers are so comfy okay mm-hmm. anyways let's dive in friends okay we're starting in 1613 i'm just giving you a little background it's a long time ago it's a long time ago 1613 the romanov family was elected into power so there was like a previous ruler shit went down that was the end of their dynasty they elected the romanov family and cool oh, okay yeah so this just, is this is pre like this is pre any of them this is 300 years before any of them oh okay, okay this okay. is just because this is important yeah so power was traditionally passed from heir to heir or relative, understandably. Yes. Okay. Until a brother and a half brother, Ivan and Peter, 
ruled together because one was pissed he wasn't cho- chosen as ruler and had the back end of the army. So he basically was like, well, I'm king. The other one was like, or Tsar, Tsar. The other one was like, well, I'm fucking Tsar. And I have the army. So. <laughs> I'm Tsar. And he's like, but well, I'm Tsar and I have, I have the, the army. army. And he's like, well, no, I guess we could just do it so together So I'm then. guessing the older brother was the one who was like, I'm Tsar. And then the younger, younger brother one was, was like, like, I'm Tsar, but I have the army. Yes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so they ruled together for 10 years, which is pretty impressive. I can't even yeah. make a Thanksgiving dinner with my sisters without us fighting. <laughs> so 10 years of ruling, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. Okay. Then Peter basically said, fuck it, and became the sole ruler and changed the law that said he can pick whoever he wants as successor rather than like heir to heir. Is that Peter the Great? No. Okay. He comes in later. Okay. But he is in that line. Oh. At least I think according to the documentaries I watched. Okay. It went by fast. They were like, and -and so-and-so, and these names that I was like, (laughs) I had to put on subtitles and just keep pausing. Okay. So he died. And it went to his wife, which is because he can choose whoever the fuck he wants. It's not his son. It went to his wife. Then after that, it seemingly went to kind of just random people. It was a very quick thing. And they were like, then it went to his son and his grandson and their daughter and their third cousin and whatever. Boom, 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 boom. So now we're going to fast forward to Nicholas and Alexander. Okay. So they absolutely adored each other. Fun fact. Right. I think is so cute. Although there are rumors that... um, Alexander no uh, Nicholas it's Nicholas right Nicholas and Alexander yeah, Nicholas that he was actually in a sexual relationship with Rasputin is oh, something I, I read very quickly yep. on some website well, Rasputin's very close to the family and but also Alexandra or Alex mm-hmm. yeah was really really close well, with Rasputin well because she I'll get it all that yes yeah, okay okay, okay. <clears throat> From the moment they met until the day they died they were super super in love and super close and they absolutely adored their children Yes. Now, all the children were extremely pure. Okay. Now, in a story from a confidant, pure? there was like pure, like pure of heart. Oh, like they were sweet like and kind. Babies, and- little baby babies. A story from a confidant to a conf- like a confessor, a priest, was afraid to hear their confessions out of fear he might introduce them to new sins. Not because he's like, they've sinned. Yeah. Because he thought to himself, I don't want to fuck these kids up. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like they were that sweet. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. That's so sad. I know. So Nicholas was not supposed to marry Alexandria. And he went against his family's wishes in order to do so. He was supposed to marry someone from France to like yeah, strengthen right. the alliance. But this German sex thing came along and yes. he was like, no, that's it. That's, that's, that's the one. She's mine. Yeah. So their life together was immediately met with struggle. They were unable to have a long courtship. They were unable to have a long time to get used to being married. Nicholas's father died shortly before their marriage and they had to quickly ascend the throne. So it was a saying that Alexandria, Alexandra, Alexandra, sorry, showed up behind a coffin. Like that was the running joke where it's like she showed up just behind a coffin because he was already like, right. Nicholas's dad was already on his way out. So Alexandra was in her early twenties from a, from a foreign country. She was German in a new faith and newly married to an emperor. And she was naturally shy. So, bitch, I fucking feel you. Oh, my God. It's her worst nightmare. And also (laughs) mine. Yeah. So, she was naturally shy. Nicholas was 27 when he became Tsar. And and he was not ready. No. And so, basically, like, his mom, the Dowager Countess, or whatever it would be, she was only, like, 45. 
So, and all of his like aunts and uncles were all around that age. So they fully expected to have another, you know, 20 ish years of right. use. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden Nicholas's dad dies. And now this 27 year old is czar. Yeah. Like out of nowhere. Um, but they all kind of use that to their advantage and sway him, sway him, which is why he was known as being really indecisive. So <clears throat> basically she was already fucked from the beginning. She wasn't even into any of it. She only loved her kids. They had four girls and a son. They had Olga, Tatiana, Maria, Anastasia, and Alexi. So mm-hmm. Alexi was the only boy and the youngest. Yes. And actually, as nice as apparently he was to all his kids, he was really pissed off. Oh, hi. Oh, butters. He just laid his little head on my shoulder. He just, I love he's you listening too. to the story time. I love you too so much. Okay. So he was really pissed that Anastasia had a vagine and didn't actually visit her or Alexandra for quite a while. Wait, hold on. Go back. Like when so, Al- when Anastasia was born. Oh, you said Alexi. Oh, I'm so sorry. When Anastasia was, was born, born. Okay. Nicholas was V pissed off. Okay. That she had a V where he wanted to pee. And didn't visit them for a while, but then got over it, I guess. <laughs> Fine. You know, us women, such disappointments. Uh, so Alexi was born. Yes. Cool. Great. He's the next heir. He's got the pee where everyone wants the pee. Great. Alexi was born with a blood clotting disorder hemophilia yeah yeah okay a paper cut could kill that kid you know it happens oh my god wait a minute can i tell you a story always quick, quick sidebar. always are you ready for this yes this is hysterical yes. wow i have to send this to isaac now because i know he doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast but he knows we have one hi isaac okay well, i'm gonna see what time we're at we're at 13 minutes at 13 minutes i'm gonna tell him <laughs> start listening start listening now hi isaac okay so isaac was in the show that in college where the main character had hemophilia <laughs> And it was actually like, it was really good. Like he was really good in it. And so he had hemophilia. Yeah. In the show. In the show. And um, (laughs) they didn't give him hemophilia just for the show. No, Melissa, this is so funny. So um, it was like, it's a, it was a romance. I gotta remember. I don't even remember what it was called, but um, it was like this girl. And I think she was a stripper. I think, oh no, I think she was like a prostitute. And so, and his, like, he hired a prostitute to like lose his virginity because he was too afraid to like do it. I think that's what it was. I'll have to ask him. Isaac, please let us know what the show is so that we can do a zoom read of it. She like, pushes him into the bed but like it's uh, like in like a fun sexy way lightly and Uh it's supposed to be fine like it's all supposed to be fine like they're supposed to like make love it's all supposed to be good no no isaac accidentally fell back too hard and smashed his head into the bed which would have instantly killed somebody (laughs) with Dead. Instant death. Instant death. It would have been instant blood clots in the brain. Instant death. If the person really had hemophilia on that stage, <laughs> they would have died instantaneously. But he just, like, he, he looked like, at the Oops. audience and was like, what the fuck do I do? He's like, ow, my head. Because there's no coming back from that. Like, there's no, like, there's that you can't, like, just, play like, it off. He just, like, takes a blood capsule and smacks yeah, it on the like, side of his head. There was, it was so, like, we just, like, all kind of collectively, like, laughed. Like, he laughed yeah, about it. Like, oh, kind God. of broke the fourth wall for a second. Laughed about it. And then continued with the show. Because God, clearly, like, he, like, like can't ignore well, And also, it seemed so... Um, like it was supposed to happen right. when it wasn't. So oh, like he fuck. had to make it a moment of this was not supposed to right. happen because this would have killed my character like, and I, I would have died. This is funny. And let's <laughs> laugh at it together and then move on. <laughs> so that's my experience with hemophilia. It's amazing. I mean, you're not far off. Apparently this kid was, you know, a, yeah. a, a strong breeze could kill him. So. <laughs> 
which you know after four daughters and all you wanted is a son you get this like right weakling oh god love it that's karma that's karma that's feminism mm-hmm. in karma form okay so basically her children were the center of alexandra's life like yeah. the fucking center she loved them she didn't care for politics or court only her family which made for an extremely tight loving shockingly loving royal family like yes she, and i read like differing things that said she was really shy and cold and removed and then i read things that was like she was so loving she just didn't like politics which like yeah. bitch same she loved the man she didn't love what the man did correct which i think from what i watched and researched that's what i gathered yeah Probably. She, it was just like she it wasn't her bag to be a fucking right you know empress is it empress yeah i believe so duchess maybe i don't know yeah maybe duchess okay due to alexi's health issues alexandra became close with the serbian serbian self-proclaimed holy man rasputin greg gregory rasputin rasputin the really gross guy in the anime. Dark of the night, That is a fire song. Dark of the night. That and dear, be prepared anytime. The end of a line. Truly, though, between that, be prepared. Poor unfortunate souls. You, mother knows best. And um um um. A hellfire side. The other side. Yep, I got friends on the other. And also hellfire. You give a villain a damn song fire is incredible he's the most terrifying one to me because he believes so that he scary. was doing his right correct that's why i hate religion <laughs> okay <clears throat> so basically rasputin was like a self-proclaimed holy man he gained the family's trust by helping alexi with his pain and apparently he did massively help him with his pain like he actually provided him a lot of relief huh. so that's kind of given that he was the future heir the family was like you can you can sit by us and he kind of wormed his way into their lives and basically said to them, he kind of, it's kind of smart. He was like, you know, Alex needs to be pain-free because he's the future ruler. And the only way he's pain-free is with me. And yeah. so they just kept him around. And Alexandra, Alexandra got very, very close to him, like extreme. And as you said, there was rumors that all of them were. Yeah, we're doing hoo-hoo. it. I don't know why hoo-hoo is the sound. Hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo, you <laughs> big summer blowout. Big summer blowout. Big Russian blowout. Big Russian blowout. Hear me, big Russian blowout. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. Okay. Ooh. All right. Now, everything we've read about Nicholas, like that we've been told, is that everyone hated him. Yes. He was his real piece of shit, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Surprisingly, he was actually fairly progressive, despite what we've been taught. Okay. He overhauled the education system and abolished the poll tax. He limited working hours and started a voluntary healthcare system. So, like, hmm. he wasn't as traditional as everyone thought. He did a lot of things that were very progressive, but he was also known as very indecisive because he had so many different people giving him. Butters is having a little nightmare and he's running a little bit in his dreams and it's very cute. Um, but he was known as being very indecisive. He had a lot of people in his ear. Yeah. It wasn't enough, though, all that, and Russia moved towards revolution. He was super unpopular with his people. He fought and lost a war with Japan in 1904 in an attempt to expand Russia. So people were pissed off about that. Yeah. So in 1905, there was a peaceful protest led by one pre- like a priest and workers, but they were fired on by imperial troops like the police. A hundred people died and more were wounded. It became known as Bloody Sunday, but the priest 
was a double agent working for both sides oh. and led the protesters to their death knowingly. Oh, uh-huh. this is an, oh, mm-hmm. this is like alias. Yes. The people followed him trustingly and were led to their death. Like <gasps> he knew that troops were waiting there for them. And he was like, we're peaceful. It's all fine. Oh, and a hundred people ended up dying. <gasps> yep. Okay. He renounced his priesthood afterwards because people were pissed. I didn't even want to put his name in here because I don't think he deserves it. No. You don't deserve that. All right. So it was the first time that the workers kind of rose up. Yeah. In response, Nicholas created the Duma, D-U-M-A, which is basically like an assembly to hear people out, which, okay, great. Except, hi. Oh, I love you so much. Um, which basically he could hear people out. However, he had the power to close it at any time if he was unhappy with it. So the well, people were like, well, fuck you. That's not, that's not what this is. It's like it's that's great. So if you don't, if he doesn't like what you're saying, you can be like, "We're shutting this down now." Right? Thanks, no, bye. I don't want to hear anymore. That would be like if Trump was like, "I'm gonna have a town hall with Democrats, but if I don't like it, I get to stop." Oh, he would absolutely. That's a hundred percent what happened. Hundred percent. But no, he's fine, everybody. Okay, so the people didn't like that one bit. Cool. During fast forward to World War Two now. Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. World, World War One. He was yeah. not alive for World War Two. Oh, spoiler! Shit. <laughs> Shit. Okay. During World War One, mm-hmm. Nicholas led his troops into a war without proper gear or supplies. Oh, my it God. devastated the country. There were food shortages back home, and women had to work at much lower rates. And that's completely changed, so. It's so, so, so completely changed. It's fine. Butters, we're recording. Can you not scratch? Do you, do you see do the you red light? Do you see it? Do you see the red light? Butters? We have safer zone. Nothing. Nothing. He's, he's, he says he's nothing. Nothing. He no pleads, comment. He pleads the fifth. No comment. Okay. Nicholas became known as Nicholas the Bloody, which is a fun nickname in October only. <laughs> October only. <laughs> October only. I thought about that. I'm like, that'd be fun only around Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> he was also incredibly indecisive and known to listen to too many people in his older family, likely due to his young age, a time of succession, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So they're pissed. That was in 19, it was, you know, between 1905. And then in 1917, this is when shit hits the fan. Yes. There was an announcement of rationing for his people. Yeah. They were like starving. Starving. And then he's like, we're going to ration more. Which, you know, when people are starving, the best thing to do is to say like, it's fine. Eat less. All right. Kate Moss. Okay. This was the start of the revolution. On March 8th, International Women's Day. Women. It was like, it was a thing. Like, oh, yes. Excuse me. He's leaning so heavily. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, butters. You're being very needy. Okay. Women went on strike demanding food and an abdication of the czar. A hundred thousand protesters filled St. Petersburg Square. Have you heard there's a rumor in St. Petersburg? Have you heard? Have you they're saying on the street? <laughs> so Nicholas was away at the time. He wasn't even home. He was oh. gone. Cool. They should have done their research. Yeah. They should have uh, called first. Buddy, okay, I love you so much and you're my favorite dog in the world, but Jesus Christ, could we not? Let's just, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <clears throat> so he was gone. He wasn't even there. But they're, you know, pissed off. Nicholas was away at the time. Instead of listening to his Duma, who was like, hey, chat with the people, yeah. they're pissed. Nicholas was like, nah, sending the troops. Fuck them. Sounds like Trump. Sounds like Trump. Like a dick was just like sending the troops. Cool. However, considering the protesters were mostly women, the troops abandoned their posts and, and switched sides and fucked them all. Wait, and so made the lots troops, of Russian babies. So the, the, the troops, troops, the imperial troops. The imperial like, troops like, I'm not going to fucking shoot on women. I'm going to join them. Oh, cool. Right? Love it. 
Okay. Alexandra and her five children were advised to flee the palace due to safety concerns. Power and water were cut off to the palace. More troops joined the other side, leaving the royal family largely unprotected. And her children had the measles. So Alexandra was like, fuck, no, I can't go. Like, my kids have measles. I, where am I going to go? Yeah. And my husband's not here. Whatever. Butters is so weird. Okay. Now, that was, all right, that was March 8th. March 15th, 1917. Nicholas was met by two members of his Duma, when he was away, remember, mm-hmm. who told him the Duma was taking over to regain power of Russia during the uprising and he was being forced to step down. Yes. So he named his brother as successor instead of his son. But his brother was like, yeah, fuck no, the next day and said no thanks. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he was like, my brother's going to take over. And the brother was like, I don't, I don't want, want this it. shit show. I don't want this no. country. Correct, which I think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> he was like, no thanks, buddy. I'm good. <laughs> So there was, there were plans for the royal family to seek asylum in Britain as King George V was Nicholas's first cousin, as long as Russia footed the bill. So King George was like, yeah, yeah. they can come over here, but I'm not paying for it. Right. Okay. But the Soviets demanded that Nicholas be arrested. Then King George rescinded the offer and was like, nah, fuck it, because he was afraid. Yeah, that he was afraid there was going to be retaliation. Correct. So he was like, never mind. Good luck, bro- cousin. All right. So. Brother cousin. Brother. Broco. <laughs> okay so then alexander was informed that she and her husband were under arrest at the palace someone showed up and was like by the way you're both under arrest oh god her children stayed with her at the palace even though they weren't technically under arrest because they have the measles and all yeah also where the hell are they gonna go in august so that was in march in right. august the family was moved to serbia fearing their safety to a former governor's house they brought about 40 servants and a lot of comfort so like okay they weren't like yeah. treated shittily. It was like, you can bring 40 of your closest servants and all the shit you want to this governor's house in Serbia. Yeah. Fine. After the October revolution. Yeah. Lenin, the newly elected Soviet leader, planned to put Nicholas on trial. Cool. April of 1918. So this is now a full year. Yes. After the original revolution. So they have been not in power, but also kind of not, but still, you know, kicking for a year. Nicholas was supposed to be brought to Moscow for the trial. However, the Bolsheviks demanded that he be brought to them instead. Nicholas, Alexandria, and one of their daughters were brought to a house that was essentially a prison with a large wood wall around the building so that they couldn't see out. The rest of the children followed in May. So only three were originally brought a month later. The rest of them showed up. Okay. Now, July 17th, 1918. The White Army, a military force sympathetic to the Tsar, was moving in an attempt to rescue the royal family. And the Bolsheviks were like, yes. fuck uh-huh. that. So you tell me when to stop when your story starts. Mine started, but we're going to we're gonna reiterate. Cool, cool, cool. They woke the, fam- the royal family up, told them that they were leaving very quickly. Yep. Like, get up, let's go. JK, they locked him in a room. They gave him two chairs, one for Alexandra. One for Alexei. No, and one for Nicholas. Oh, I thought it was, oh, it was for Alexandra with Nicholas Alexei was to sit. Correct. Yes. They were locked in a room. And a group of heavily armed men entered the room. A death sentence was read out. And each man there was supposed to shoot Shoot a specific specific family member. Except the men were like, I don't want to shoot these young girls. So they just like. They just were like. Yeah, they like closed their eyes essentially and like shot. The only person who was like shot point blank was Nicholas. Right. So instead, most fired at Nicholas and Alexandra. It was absolute chaos. The room filled with smoke, gunpowder, and screams. 
Many of the killers hit each other while yep. trying to hit the targets, which is like... And also, they, the bullets also ricocheted. Right, I have that. It yep. says, um, rumor had it that the group chosen to follow the orders were a bunch of drunken thugs leading to the murder going horribly wrong in about every way possible. After the first round, most of the family was alive, although injured yeah. and bleeding. The family had sewn most of the jewels into their it, most of their jewels into their undergarments, thinking they were about to be rescued by the White Army, and in doing so, had fashioned a primitive form of bulletproof vest. And that's where I stopped. Okay, great, great. That's a great spot. There you go. Super excited. Super duper excited. Ready for some some serious copy and pasting plagiarism? Absolutely. Okay. So we'll just we'll kind of go back. Because this is like the important. Correct. And I, I, at the end, I was like, it's pretty important. So in 1917, the February Revolution Mm -hmm. in Russia forced Tsar Nicholas to abdicate his throne. Yep. Nicholas, his wife, Alexandra, and their four girls and one son were held at, it's like Tsarskoye Silo Palace. (laughs) And then they were taken to a caterinberg in the urals <laughs> this is why i didn't write any exactly. of the places down. after the bolsheviks seized power in the october Re- revolution mm-hmm. so i can't remember what it was called i was like i'm totally gonna remember this and i don't need to write it down stupid brook it was like so <laughs> the, the that palace that that they were held at yeah with the wooden it wall was, it was it has a name and you it can did. visit it i just it don't did. remember what it is i didn't write <laughs> sorry down friends i was like i don't Okay, so the family that once had lived in a regal <laughs> home now camped out in the in the house in some Yekaterinburg, a house with no bed linens, lots of dust, and not enough plates or silverware. Yeah, so they went from like 40 servants and comforts to like yeah. no comforts and no servants. Okay. Soldiers hassled them. They draw drew lewd images on the walls <gasps> of the bathroom and <gasps> covered them with obscene poems about Alexandra. Oh, Oh, see, I didn't read this. this is, oh, I'm, shit. I'm getting most of my information from Britannica.com and History.com. Love it. So, Civil War raged throughout 1918. And in July, anti-Bolshevik Russian forces approached that place. The White Army. Ekaterinburg. Fearing that Nicholas and his family were going to be rescued, the local God authorities. God Passed. Sexy. Thanks. Passed a death sentence on the Romanovs. Um Originally, it was just supposed to be Nicholas. Yeah, it was just supposed to be him. It was just supposed to be him. Um, and they actually which told like it them, should be. They actually told the pe- Not the Russian be, people I mean. that it was yep. just him afterwards. And, and it wasn't until later that they found out there was all of them. Um, Are you gonna get into like? I'll just wait and see. Okay, okay. Because yeah, I don't want to ruin it. I want to wait and see because I did hear something that I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Just after midnight on July 17th, 1918, Nicholas, Alexandra, their five children, and four family retainers, so four, yep. like, servants. And the doctor, people, right? Among them, Dr. Bodkin. Hey! Were ordered to dress quickly and go down to the cellar of the house in which they were being held. There, the family and servants were arranged in two rows oh. for a photograph, they were told. No! I only found this in one source, that the photograph thing. Um, oh. I did not see it, so I don't really know if that's true, but I did find that on one of the two sources. Oh, I don't remember which that's one. heartbreaking. To, um, so they were arranged for photograph to quell rumors that they had escaped. So, to oh, like, so they were like to show that you're still here. here Everyone get alive. in line. Correct. Oh, suddenly nearly a dozen armed men burst into the room and shot the Imperial family with a hail of gunfire. Ooh. Those who were still breathing when the smoke cleared were stabbed to death. It seems with bayonets, by the way, it seemed only Nicholas was killed by gunshots while everyone else did mm-hmm. not hit their targets. They were killed by the butts of bayonets and stabbed to death. They were violently every superhero like, movie. Violently. Oh, violently. But no one can hit the target. 
What may have looked like an impromptu murder was in fact a carefully planned act of violence. Carefully planned, poorly executed. Correct. <laughs> for days, the Romanov's Bolshevik captors had been preparing the house for the murder, mm. including stocking up on benzene which with which to burn the corpses and sulfuric right. acid which which to maim them beyond recognition. Ooh. The executioners then took the bodies to abandoned mine shafts some 14 miles from mm-hmm. that place, burned them in a gasoline-fueled bonfire, and doused the bones with that sulfuric acid to further disguise the remains. Finally, what was left was thrown into a mine pit and covered with dirt. Okay. So I did, I was watching this documentary, and okay. it did say that, like, because the government, the new government was going to say that they only killed Nicholas, they had to try and dispose of these bodies in a way where A, they wouldn't be recognizable, B, right. they wouldn't be found. So they threw them in this mine shaft and then they were like too shallow. Pulled them back out, burned them, dismembered them, and then like stripped them of their clothes and tried to bury them. This guy drove back and forth for three days in the woods trying to like try different ways to obscure these bodies and ended up burying them all far away from each other in hopes that no one would ever find him which like buddy so crazy it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen okay sorry they also didn't know about the technology we would have today correct however no bodies were immediately found Mm -hmm. reports from russia were so unclear that the dowager empress um the uh the grandmama's mother Mm -hmm. yes grandmama uh who had (laughs) i'm like yeah grandmama yeah from the from the movie uh who had found refuge in Crimea, 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 doubted that the, she doubted the news of her family's death. Oh, how fucking awful would that have been? Even the executioners' later accounts were so muddled as it, that it invited speculation. Like, yeah, even they were like, like I don't we know don't what remember. happened. Uh, some claimed that the daughters survived the first round of firing, which they did, having been protected by the bullets by the jewels mm-hmm. secretly sewn into their corsets. Because the murders were so sensationalized and the aftermath was so chaotic, imposters started springing up left and right all over hmm. claiming to be a Romanov. And oh, so not I just s- yes, like because any of the Romanov girls. Correct. Like be- okay. claiming to be a Romanov. I did read that like, so after they killed them and pulled their bodies out, when they went to bury them, two of them were still alive and they had to kill them like no. out. Uh-huh. They were like choking and two of the girls were still alive after all that, after being stabbed, after being shot. After being like acid when they No, before they got them there, when they pulled their bodies out of the the palace thinking they were all dead, they were still (gasps) alive. Could you imagine how horrible that would have been? Those poor girls' last moments. Mm. What what TV show shows the the Romanoff family death? What is that? Is that... um, Oh, it was um, American Horror Story. Oh, I only watched. Watch, okay, I watched I think the it was first season. Oh, I didn't watch. I watched the first season, and I watched Freak Show and Coven. Coven. Co- uh, watch Apocalypse. It's amazing. Okay. They the, one so of the spooky. witches goes back to the Romanovs. Oh shit. Okay. 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 To try to save them. Oh, like in a random episode. Because <laughs> why not? Okay. You ready yes. for the like most sensationalized? Yes. In 1920. Apparently, like three years later. Yeah. In 1920, okay. an apparently suicidal young woman was pulled from the Landwehr Canal oh. in Berlin. She refused to tell authorities her identity and was committed to the Daldorf Asylum, where she lived in anonymity until 1922, when she suddenly announced that she was none other than the Grand Duchess Anastasia. Wait, so wait, when was she pulled out? 20? 1920, and then she was in that two asylum years. for two years. 
Okay. Yes. Fuck. On February 6th, 1928, a woman calling herself Anastasia uh, Chavosky and claiming to be the youngest daughter of the murdered Russian czar Nicholas II arrives in New York City. Hey. She held a press conference on the linear, the liner. How the fucking ballsy do you have to be? Bergenia area. Ber, ber, it's some, some ship. Berengaria. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Explaining that she was to have her jaw reset in the city. It was broken, she alleged, by a Bolshevik soldier during her narrow escape from the execution of her entire family. But that like seven years ago. I know. That, uh, the execution of her entire family, the Romanovs, at the estate in Russia. Right. In July of 1918. Uh, Chavosky was welcomed to New York by Gleb Botkin, who is the son. Gleb. Gleb Botkin. He's in the, the musical. S- the son of the Romanov family mm-hmm. doctor who was executed alongside of the, her parents and her siblings in 1918. Botkin called her... Him? Your Highness, <gasps> and claimed that she was without a doubt <gasps> the Grand Duchess Shut Anastasia, up. with whom he had played with as a child. Shut up. She was even treated as a celebrity during her stay in New York, even though there were plenty of other Anastasias popping up everywhere. Everyone thought this. But Gleb woman, was like, "No, nah, this one's it." Yes, everyone thought this Do woman you think was. That she paid him, or were they like banging, or what would it have been? Not. A or clue. do you think she tricked him? Poor Gleb. The Grand Duke of Hesse, I think it's Hesse, H-E-S-S-E, Hesse. Hesse. Alexandra's brother and um, Anastasia's uncle, so her mom's brother. Okay. um, Was a major critic of this effort, and he hired a private investigator to determine that Anastasia Chavosky's true identity. The investigator announced that she was, in fact, Franziska, Franziska, Shanzowska, a Polish German factory worker oh. from Pomerania who had disappeared Fuck. in 1920. Fuck, she saw her had a history of mental instability and was injured in a factory explosion in 1916, which accounted <gasps> for her scars. Oh. And for her jaw. Okay, so in 19 the I'm I'm kind of like bouncing out around. No, I, I'm 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 on track with you. I got in you. 1994, American and English scientists sought to answer this question once and for all: who this woman was. Wait, in 19 1994. 94. Yes. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, they like I believe she had died. Like so, they were like yeah, they were like well, we'll figure it out now. Using a tissue sample of Ander, of of the woman's recovered DNA from a Virginia hospital, the English team compared her mitochondrial DNA with that of the Romanovs. Um, and simultaneously, an American team um, compared her DNA with um, from a strand of her hair, and both teams came to the same conclusion that she was not a Romanov. Mm. Same conclusion. Um, and later, the scientists compared her. What she she ended up changing her name to Anna Anderson. Um, this woman. So this woman, I will now call her Anna Anderson. Yeah. Um, she compared her DNA to Carl Moucher, who was the great nephew of Franziska Schwanowska. And that DNA was a match, finally proving the proving the theory put forth by the German investigator in the 1920s. So she ah. was, in fact, that mentally unstable girl who right. was survived that. Who saw her shot and blast. took it. Yes. Um, Can't her blame her. story is what inspired the French play and the live action 1956 movie and the animated 1997 movie, um, Anastasia. Okay. Um, how you 
So it says in the late 1990s, when scientists using DNA evidence identified bodies found in the 1970s as the czar, his wife and three of their daughters, Mm -hmm. the bodies of Alexi and one of his sisters, however, were not among those. Yeah. The remains had been burned so hard to tell who exactly who were the young daughters. Um, It reinvigorated all this sensationalism of the possibility of Anastasia's survival. So this is like in the late 1990s. Because I remember all this. That's why the movie. That's why the movie Mm -hmm. became came out again because they had a 1956 movie with Ingrid Bergman right and she played Anastasia and it was the same exact story of like she falls in love with the with the scam artist they run right. away together I never actually saw that we, I should either. have watched it I'll watch it tonight um yeah and cool. um so it that's why they made the animated movie right which um, is a fucking banger by the way oh banger. so good did you see the Broadway show I liked it but no also at the same time really didn't but Chrissy Altamore was amazing. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. so sweet. I met her a couple times, and she is just, she's like a, if a golden retriever or a Labrador was like a human. Oh my, I met her at the princess party. Yeah, uh, she's Backstage there, and wonderful. I was like, I said, she sang Party of Your World, and I yeah. said, I played Ariel for like years hey. at Disney, and I've never seen it acted that well, Aww. ever. And she was like, that means so much to me. Oh she's, my God. I'm like, wow, you're so sweet. We did like, when I was doing all those shows for mean girls where i was like going all over the nation for Mm -hmm. no reason i mean for a reason but also jesus it was a long month yeah (laughs) um she she did one the day after her last show oh and she showed up and i'm like what are you doing here what are you doing here she's like well anastasia asked me to do this i was like why are you not hung over a shit in bed right now you did (laughs) a fantastic run on broadway you should be incapacitated for a month or on a beach somewhere yeah seriously she was like well i love the show i was like of course you do god damn it she's wonderful she's so nice angel but no, long story short, no, I didn't see it. However, I did go in for it a few times. Yeah, I truly, I really enjoyed it. Michael did fall asleep, but that's like, that's not his <laughs> cup of tea. Like, it is my fair. cup of tea. I did like it. I was really sad that it wasn't the whole, in the dark of the night. No, I, no, I was really, fine. I was really Ooh. missing Rasputin. I yeah. know why they took him out. Right, like it's so sensationalized. I get it. I get that's a little far. I understand, but that's my favorite villain song. So. <sighs> Chrissy, I know he had nothing to do with that, so it's not on you. Okay. So uh, um, the that invigorated the sensationalism right. of the possibility of Anastasia's survival. However, in 2007, the two missing bodies were found. Mm, I do remember And this. identified as Alexi and possibly Maria, which makes right. Anastasia most likely one of the burned bodies that were found earlier. And weren't they only like two miles Yeah, from they were really close. They were so close, which is just heartbreaking. Because I remember when that came out and I thought, yeah. oh. The people that wrote the movie must be like, shit. Well, shit. Why didn't we call it Maria? Well, shit. Because <laughs> Maria, you're like, that's not as good of a name. Anastasia. Anastasia's. Is, oh, man. That Maria's is, Sound of Music. Yeah. Anastasia, though. Anastasia. Like, what's so special about Anastasia? Anastasia. Anastasia. But please do Don't not repeat. repeat. It's a rumor. Just perfect. perfect. Truly. Um. I got to hear the original, uh, that princess party thing. Wow, you're so pretty. Um, <laughs> that princess party, I heard the original um, woman who sings Anastasia sing Journey to the Past. Um, and she sang it. Is it, it's, um, it's I'm like a, blanking on oh her name Oh God, right it's now. not Jodi Benson. She no, did she did Ariel. Ariel. Um, I'm going to look it up because I know. I she is, she is so freaking sweet as well. Oh, both my dad of them. texted her. What was he want? And, um. I believe oh. was it Journey to the Past that she sang? I know she sang oh, Journey to the Past, Journey. and then um, Chrissy Altimore sang with her, and oh. so there was the two Anastasias. And Wait, it are was, you sure it's not Jody Benson? No, it's not Jody Benson. I know it's not Jody Benson because I saw this video. 
Yeah, you're there. I know you're 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 thinking the wrong person because it's not probably. So original. It's not singer. Meg Ryan. No, Meg Ryan was she the can't voice. sing for shit. Um, oh, I forgot that Kirsten Dunst was baby Anastasia. Wait, J.K. Simmons is in the ensemble and Billy Porter. Billy Porter. Yeah. Who is Billy, Billy Porter? Uh, who's Billy Porter? No, no, in the movie. Oh, on, it says ensemble. Same with no J.K. Way. Simmons. Oh shit! There's like some names in this movie. I mean, I knew like, but like what? Who was the Liz voice? Calloway? That's it, <laughs> mother fudger. Liz Calloway, son of a nutcracker. You're right. It is Liz Calloway. She is. Because I saw the video of them singing together. Yeah, it was, it was very cute. Very cute live. I was actually kind of sobbing. I have it somewhere on my phone. <laughs> somewhere on your phone. So it's it's somewhere on my phone. Um, okay. What a cool sentence that is. We live in a very cool world. Yes, it's somewhere do. on my phone. Yeah, it's somewhere on my phone. I also have a, a picture with uh, Christy Altamore on my phone. Love it. And Laura Osnes. Um, Beautiful. Okay, so this is my, my finale. Are you okay, ready? yes. In another turn of events, the Russian Orthodox Church has reopened the case in 2015, <gasps> stating that scientific investigations were mishandled. As for their findings, there's little proof that it was mishandled, and maybe it's just the church finding a reason to keep their hopes up, just like Baby Brooke is glued to the 1997 animated version convinced Anastasia was indeed real and alive, somewhere happy with super, super hot animated boy named Dimitri. Cool. I am going to ruin this for you, though. The church is only keeping it open for one reason. Why? Money, money, money. money oh, money, absolutely. Money, 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 yeah. money, money, money. But they totally, be- like, they, they Yeah, they're going to milk it, that they're gonna shit. Milk it. They're going to milk it. I mean, I would. Okay, so okay. Nicholas wasn't a great leader. Wasn't a great leader, but sounds like he, he was a half decent. No, it sounds like he was a half decent dude who loved his family right. and wasn't ready to be czar and probably should have gone to trial as planned. Yes. And dealt with it that way. And if they wanted to kill him, they kill him. But his family didn't deserve that shit. No, I don't. I, I would like to know, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I could go back in time and kill yeah. Hitler. I would love to know what like. What would have come out of it if the children and Alexandra were mm-hmm. at least spared? Right. Like, what would that have been? And and for argument's sake, historically, you can look at, for example, Cleopatra's children after she committed suicide. Did you get the fly butters? He's a fly hunter. Um, after she committed suicide by rattlesnake, I believe, they were taken to Rome. Rome? I have no idea about anything about Cleopatra. As Mark Anthony or Caesar's, like... Uh, and they lived their lives out there. Yeah. Like what would have happened if they would have stayed? Yeah. And like, and like well, they over? no, well, they weren't allowed to because okay. their line was done, but they were allowed to live their life. Well, I think the younger son, he died, but the daughter didn't Selena and she married and like went on and had life. And I wonder in moments like that where it's like, yeah, you can't rule anymore. Right. But we're not going to kill you because of who you were born into. Like, that's not fair. Especially the, like, especially with the Roman author, they were so pure. They're pure. Yeah. Like, they seem like sweet baby angels. And these people were like, yeah, we're just going to, we're just going to call it. We're just going to call it. And we're going to close a, our eyes and go, ah! We should do Marie Antoinette's too. Because that's another one that I feel like the kids oh, and. Marie Antoinette. Or, and um, also, um, well, God, what's her name? Uh, Catherine the Great. Oh, that's such a good show. So good, isn't it? Oh, my God. It's so vulgar, but it's, it's so good. Do you remember when I told you about that? I'm like, yeah. listen, this show's fucking weird. And it's, it's so, so gross. Good. He. Oh, my God. Is I, the guy. He was in Skins and I always loved. Oh, him see, I know him too. from X-Men. Oh, OK. As the Beast. OK. He is so damn funny. Also, in it. 
Ella Fanning is very convincing as a as a, with a British accent. And she's so cute. I think cute. she is so cute. I think she's so talented. Also, like, she has truly surpassed her sister's fame. Not in like a I'm more talented than you, but in the way that Dakota was such a. She was the Shirley Temple of our time. Oh, for sure. And for her to break out of that and have a career, because like, and same with Elizabeth Olsen did it too. Yep. I'm very impressed with both of them. So same. Good. I know you two are listening. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. Well We're supposed done. to have brunch next week. We're supposed to have brunch. <laughs> we're very proud of you too. We know you're listening to our podcast. We know you care about her. We know you care and we're proud of you. <laughs> so proud. I'm like a proud mother over here. Of two women oh. who are incredibly <laughs> well surpassed by my lifetime we'll do achievement. Any, have done more than we will ever, ever do in our more lives. They with their pinky finger than I will ever Absolutely. do in my life. Absolutely. They were born into more than we'll ever do in our lives. But you know what? What? I don't know what. I what? don't have anything to follow that up. Oh. I was going to say something nice about us, and now I'm like, oh, we're nice people. We're good people. We're good peoples. We try. We try really hard. We, we do sometimes. try really fucking hard. Sometimes we, try we hard. don't try at all, and that's okay, too. But then sometimes we try so hard when we don't have to. Oh, that's so we true. We just want people to love us so, so much. much. <laughs> so much. What's, uh, what's something exciting in your life? <gasps> oh, Okay, this is a good one. Um, oh, I got a good one. Mm. I am heading off my antidepressants. You're off your antidepressants? Well, I'm like oh, tapering, you're, you're tapering down. down. Nice. And I feel so good. And this is not a slam against antidepressants. They were incredible when I needed them. Yeah. They helped me through some of the roughest times of my life. But now that I'm at a point where I no longer need them, coming down off them feels like I'm getting a new lease on life. Where oh, I can cool. feel the way I f- have always wanted to felt without the need of them. Great. So that's my hooray. I am... In a actually long story short, I'm in a very good place mentally, and I'm very happy. That's great. That's my fucking hooray. That is a fucking hooray. What about you, friend? Um, I started a support group. <gasps> yes, tell me all. I mean, you've already told me, but you could tell other people if you want to tell certain things. Um, well, it's a. I'll just like say it's a group of women who yep. have gone through something similar. Mm -hmm. Um, and have worked in a similar position I have, Mm -hmm. um, down in Orlando, Florida. And we talk about the, the issues that have, uh, popped up for us about our jobs, um, including, but not limited to body image issues and, um, imposter syndrome issues. And, um, it is what I thought was going to be a group of maybe like 30 girls, like kind of like going back and forth. There's almost 800 Ooh. women in this group now. And, um, oh my God. it's, it's pretty amazing. Like we're all really excited about it. Everyone's really into it and, um, I'm really happy about it. And I feel like there's just this huge weight that's been lifted off my shoulders of like, cause I always thought I was by myself and yeah. like feeling like, like this, the job that I held kind of made me feel this way. I was like, well, uh, you know, there's m- thousands of women who wish they had what yeah, I would, do. Yeah, would have killed. Would have killed. Like literally would have killed yeah, somebody correct. to do it. So why do I feel this way? And I'm sure, and you feel the same way about Broadway For too. Sure. Is like, the, like we said, I just listened to that episode yeah. again. Our negatives are still there. Yeah. So it's like, I was thinking, oh, I have to be alone in this. Like everybody else has this like great view on it and great view on life. And then to, to then go to, 800 women who also feel literally the exact same way as you to and everyone's saying I cannot believe this is we're just, just figure and I can't believe right. I just figured this out that everybody feels this way too yeah and also like because you know actors and performers are pretty catty and like they can yeah, we're the worst 
and they fight over stupid things and we just like all kind of aired out our grievances like of like I'm really sorry I was going through a rough relationship during my time like if I was mean to anybody it's because I was lashing out or like I felt really like the company didn't um (laughs) yeah butters I felt like the company didn't uh value me so I took it out on my my fellow performers and my colleagues I shouldn't have done that and so people are like finding so much peace and joy through all of this that I'm like holy shit so it is a fucking hooray it is a fucking hooray so and another fucking hooray is is that because of that group I have decided to go back to school yay and I'm going to go back to school to be a school guidance counselor love it you're gonna gonna go get my my master's get your master's I'm gonna get my master's your master's master's. and uh that's gonna be fun (gasps) So I'm so excited. I'm going online though. So. I can't wait to hype you up for the next three years because I'm not gonna do it, but I'll hype you up. I'll yeah. make flashcards. We oh my god, absolutely. I'll help you learn. Yeah, you can you can help me with Done. like classes. You can feel like maybe you're taking the fun part of classes. Yes. Like, with like the flashcards and the studying. And then not drunk have to get the grades. And not get the grades. That's exactly how I want in life. Remember we talked about like, oh, if I went back to school now, I would what be I would so do. much <sighs> better. So I'm like You get round two. I get round two. Bitch, which, you get round two. Which I was like, why did I never think of this before? Because I always thought, like, why, would I, why the fuck would I go back to school? Yeah, you're what like, do I need? Well, I studied musical theater. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> for Christ's sake. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my, my my fucking hooray. I'm proud of you, friend. Thanks, friend. All right. Poor well, Romanoffs. Poor Romanoffs. Oof. <laughs> well, you know what? I, know, I have no idea where this podcast that's, is going. We don't either. You know, we're figuring it out. We'll probably get back on the letters, but who knows? Who we knows? may go this way. We, you know, it's just fun. We do this for us. Yeah, we, we like you guys, but fuck, this is this is for us. We don't make money off this shit. No, we don't. This is, this is not. No, we spend money on this. We shit. spend money. This is for us. So whatever we choose to do, you, you better will like, like it. it. You will like it. You will accept it, and you will like it because that's quarantine, baby. That's quarantine, baby. Okay, bye. Bye. Dear listener, support for this podcast comes from you. Just for taking a chance on a new podcast. Have a suggestion for a letter? Or do you want to write one yourself? Email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. All Dear Me Love Me art is created by Julie Eccles. Thank you, Julie. Music is composed and produced by Connor Simpson. Follow us on all the gross social media sites you have. Instagram at dearmelovemepodcast. Twitter at dmlmpodcast. And you can find us on Facebook, too. Thanks for listening. Love.